Welcome to the Just Chirpin' Podcast, the show that talks about hockey, life, and everything in between. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player, On Your Game Pro Shop, Skate Detailing, Tape and Accessories, Skates Pro Shop, Skate Sticks, Pucks, and more, and True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, and we hope our listener will go ahead and check them out. What's up, boys? What's up? I'm keeping time here, Jay, after the pep talk. Perfect. Before we got started. You know what? We got to always have a little bit of a pep talk. Get <laughs> the show going. We're playing shorthanded tonight. Brent is making final preparations for Hockey Hold'em, so you just got Jay, Chris, and myself. I like the way that you did that. You were, you were what is it, gra- grammatically correct by leaving yourself last. I always put myself first and when yeah. I talk. Oh, you don't say... Let me ref- <laughs> let me rephrase that. You've got Stefan, myself, and I here tonight. Here oh yeah, tonight. and Chris. And oh, Stephen. and Chris and Jay. Oh wait, there's you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh. we're playing shorthanded, boys. Yeah, yeah. It's okay though. Um, I was actually I was gone last week, guys. So I was uh went on a vacation. Um, let's just let's kick off the what's what with me. I let's guess. Let's do right? it. I'm here. Absolutely. So I was uh I was gone. Last week on vacation. You don't say. Yep. <laughs> Where were you, you last notice. week? So we were, I was gone. <laughs> did you guys, did, I, I haven't, obviously I haven't heard the episode because it hasn't been loaded because I haven't edited it, but did you guys tell everyone I was on vacation? I believe we did. Oh, okay. Because usually just say healthy scratch and leave it at that. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm not sure what we said. People Somebody's don't need to like know. People, people only know what I'm doing unless I want them to know. <laughs> yeah. So, but so no. you didn't go to Nashville. We did not go. We did not go. Uh, well, that's funny you say that because we were supposed to go to Tennessee, right? Yeah, I thought you were going to Nashville the entire time. Um, no, well, we were thinking like Gatlinburg, I think, but uh, well, that, yeah, Tennessee at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's only like six hours, it's four hours apart, but still, Tennessee's like that. Like, you know, it's it's kind of wide. Yeah, it's it's long yeah. and narrow, long and skinny. It's long. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, we went, so here we are, we're going to get, we're trying to get a cabin in the woods and stuff, and we're going to drive to Tennessee to do this, and we're going to do some hiking, and so, like, cool, but the main reason we were doing Tennessee is because my wife's best friend lives there, and they haven't seen each other in, like, three years, so I was, in her 40th is this upcoming weekend, so I'm like, we'll just go, and you want to do your 40th, you know, but the kids start school next week, which is her 40th. And it's not our weekend with the kids, so we did it this past weekend. That is the whole behind where we were going. But her best friend couldn't make it. Something had come up. So I'm like, this seems dumb when we have, like, A, hiking with a baby. So I was going to strap our one-year-old to my back. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to Gatlinburg and hiking, but these these mountains ain't no, like, ain't no joke. Like, you to hike them without anything on your body is, you know, can be pretty testing. Yeah strap a baby to your back, loose rocks, roots. I mean, this, these are, if you're going to like destination points where everyone hikes, better put a helmet on that baby. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So I'm like, honey, this just doesn't like, why spend the money in driving and spend, you know, what is it? Uh, $250 a night to stay in a cabin in the woods when your family owns a cabin up on the Asabo river in the woods on 80 acres. That's in Michigan. In, yeah, the Asaba River is uh, in, like, Lovells, Grayling, if you all don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's right up in that general area, and uh, it's literally, like, it's a, a little piece of heaven out in the middle of absolute nowhere. So was that where you ended up going instead of Tennessee? Yep. So their whole family owns this big cabin there, and we we just happened to be like, hey, is, is it available this weekend? And no one was using it, and it cost us 20 bucks a night to stay oh. there because we're family. Yeah. And deal. then every time I go up there, I do a bunch of work to like get the place looking a little bit nicer and clean mm-hmm. stuff out. And, you know, so they don't have to spend all that money to pay someone to do it. Um, so that's what we did. We spent a week Very up nice. there. Went to Mackinac Island for a day. Um, if you're from Michigan and you've been there, you know, um, it's always fun when you're a kid, when you're the adult going with your kids, it's about the, the biggest mind frustrating. Your kid was one that you brought. Well, yeah, when we had our two 10-year-old, 11-year-old oh. boys. But it's it's more so just Strap like... Strap them off at the fort dude, and let them hang out there all day. It was only one way off. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, we eventually did this towards the end. We gave them money, and, and they had their own money, and we we're like, go shopping. Go buy yourself some souvenirs. And we sat down and drank with the baby. But oh, yeah. it's just I the did. people, the sheer amount of people mm-hmm. that are congregated 
everywhere. in town. And then when you try to get away and you think you're away, you just another mass of them, and they just keep coming on in on the freaking uh, boats. Just so mm-hmm. it was a little stressful, but it was honestly the funnest day. So anytime I've ever been up there to Mackinac City and or the island, my dad had always taken us kids to a, the golf, the putt-putt course in Mackinac City. And so that was like the highlight of my thing was doing that with my kids. For yeah, the a little first tradition time. thing. It was so cool. They gave Savvy a little club and a little ball, and oh, she was out there smacking a ball around, just disrupting everything. Pick, <laughs> pick, we had this rule where, like, she because she'd walk around and pick somebody's ball up and go put it in the hole. Okay, and we're like, hey, if Savvy grabs your ball, like that, that's that's. that's the, you hole in one baby Allen, they hit that thing once. There you go. <laughs> so you'd be like, the kids were like, Savannah, come grab come. my ball. And she's one though. So she's just like, ah, licking it and throwing it over, throwing it in the water. Like if she did that, you got the hazard though. I was like, Hey, she could, she could throw it off and not put it in the hole for you. You know, <laughs> anyways. So that was what we did. That's what, that's why I was gone. And, uh, that's, that's my, what's what, um, I did play golf. So a little bit of golf talk in there. I, I found, so my wife's, uncle and blah 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 is like a ex pro amateur golfer um and so they have like five sets of clubs up there and they're all older like old yeah in fact vintage um, yeah in fact i will pull them up real quick to show you stuff and so you could also semi describe these clubs but <laughs> they are a uh they're ben hogan medallions and um this is the golf bag. I mean, you can see the bag, the three wood, the clubs. Those are like an old set of blades. It looks like you brought set. your own putter with you, though. I did because I knew we were doing putt-butt golf. Okay. So I had a putter and a ball with me. Ah. Yeah, those are old clubs. Mm-hmm. I have an old set like that, uh, Hags. And look at the bag. Like, yes. if if the bag isn't being held up by the straps, it's a soft bag. It just goes down on itself. It just flattens It's like your out. pants fall off <laughs> when you don't have a belt on. So the uh, golf, the putt-putt was in Mackinac City. Mm-hmm. And then the, where was the, the golf I, course was so near Grayling? I, yep, I played in Grayling at okay. the country club, so you didn't golf. public. You didn't golf on the island or do any no, anything like that on the island? you can't golf on the island unless you're staying at the Grand Hotel. The Grand Hotel, Okay. Well, why didn't you stay at the Grand Yeah, Hotel? you should have stayed at the Grand yeah. <laughs> So Jason looked up Jason rates. doesn't oh own a gosh. dinner jacket. <laughs> we, right, right. So we, we got there, right? And I'm like, hey, this place called the Jockey. Like, it's cool pictures. The bar looks awesome. The ratings were good. And it was, like, way back in the island. Because there was lines a mile long to get lunch. We got there at, like, 1130. So mm-hmm. we were hungry. And I'm like, well, we'll just hike it right now and get and I didn't really, you know, I hadn't been there in so long. I didn't really know, like, oh, it's right next to the Grand Hotel. I didn't think anything of it. Well, we get there, and it's the restaurant right across from the Grand Hotel. So this place is fancy. I mean, it was $20 a plate uh, for the kids almost. Like, yeah. it cost me $100 for lunch with my family, 125 after a tap tip. Uh, I had one beer. So <laughs> yeah, it, it was on the golf course, though. It was on. Like, I was watching oh, people cool. golf. No, it was cool. They were golfing right around you, like. Great people view. were hitting, yeah. People were hitting on the green, and the green was fifty yards away from me. Oh, that's awesome! So that was pretty cool. I didn't know that when we went up there, but uh, yeah. So we went there. We, you know, that was probably the. So I'm sitting there looking up, like, how do I play the course? You know, like for next time, and then there, it's all so it's all packages, baby. How many there. days do you want to stay and play? And right. They ain't cheap. No, I bet. No, but it's beautiful. I mean, that hotel is. And the course is like it is pristine. It is nice, um, and they have like two separate nines. That's a fifteen minute carriage ride from one nine to the next, and then one's like out in the open kind, of, and the other one's over on which would be like the west side of the island on the hills and stuff in the woods. So like, you got a really good view at the bridge. And oh man, oh yeah, it's beautiful. I'll have to do that sometime. Do a little show picnic up there if you're paying. Uh, I thought you were going to pay Chris. Hey, someday boys. All right. But yeah, so I played at a country club in Grayling. It wasn't the hardest course. It was a country club that had just went public. So probably wasn't doing super well being a private course. Um, But long story short, I ended up shooting a 85. Wow. That's a nice clubs. Oh, even without your clubs. With yeah. those clubs. Yeah. I shot dang. 85. That's, yeah. that's good. That's a they hit. I'm not going to lie, man. Those things hit like, and I'm getting a little bit better and hitting on the face, uh, uh, you know, center of the face more. And so as long as I hit those things, like 
close to the center of the face, they went away. I mean, they were. I mean, the technology hasn't changed that much from a blade. So, like the pros play with blades. So, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I had some. I I was very hard pressed to hit the green in regulation, but my chipping was pretty good that day. And I had again, I played my first night in forty eight minutes. I think like there was no one in front of me. I yeah, was cruising. Moving. Yeah. I was in a groove. I right off my tee shot, it was a straight down the pipe. So like you just had that momentum going, and then I took the turn and got to hole thirteen, and boom hit traffic and so i had 13 14 all the way through and that my game started double bogey double bogey you know i'm like dang you know right. so that really crushed my score i think i had like a 40 yeah 41 and a 44 okay yep so uh but yeah so that was that man wrapping that up chris what's new with what's chris up with you not a whole lot. <laughs> back to <laughs> back to that again. Yeah, huh? back to uh, low key. You know, weekends and stuff. Went out boating on Sunday. I don't know if you're going to talk about that, but it turned out to be a little interesting. We went out to Spring Lake. Stefan invited me out with his family, so went out again. there. Definitely got some boat envy and house envy. Oh yeah, I always get the house envy. Yeah, especially out there. Yeah, so. I hate that. Yeah, Spring Lake and the. Um, the channel to Grand Haven. Oh yeah, kind of. Did you drop in at Spring Lake? Oh well, I we, say in Spring Lake, but it's not really Spring Lake that you're dropping. We in. We launched there. at the uh, municipal launch, the harbor launch. That's like right next to the wharf in Grand Haven. So it's the, the municipal. Yeah, yep. it's in between. Um, it's on the other side of uh, 104 or the highway and where 104 comes into the drawbridge. So yep. we're to the channel side of the drawbridge, just not too far from there nope. but before you get to the wharf and the harbor in there yeah melissa's so. dad had a had a slip in there for or not melissa's dad sorry laura's dad okay had a Your slip accidents. up in there yeah so we came through there quite a yeah it, and it's not exactly what you're talking about it's not very it's not a long jaunt to get to the end of the the pier no no from where you launch what, 30 40 minutes no because and you have there's no wake for almost mm-hmm. all of it yeah so. and it's all idle yep yeah. so it's yeah. really not that far if you think about it it isn't. And, and it's a nice cruise. Fun. It's a nicer cruise back. Like, because when you're all done hanging out, it's just a nice cruise back. Yep. Like, you're just chilling. Yeah, we, we went out down and back and then on Spring Lake and then went down and back again and then called it a day. Cool. So you guys pretty much stayed moving the whole time. Uh, yeah. We did have to dock up um, <laughs> in uh, Grand Haven. We stopped. We had to pop off to go get some prano pups and stuff. I was going to say, but, you had to yeah, have stopped off at the pier there. there. Did you guys climb up the ladder? And we uh, we stopped at the right where the prano pup stand is, so we just tied up right so there. there is and you docks, could jump yeah. off the boat there, but we didn't tie up near the pier or anything. We went on the big lake for a little while, but the waves were pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to come back in and just cruise a little bit. We always dock right up against the seawall. Oh, I call it the seawall, but the wall right there and mm-hmm. send the kids up the ladder and go get some prano pups. Yep, yeah. And then if you got to go to the bathroom, we tie up right there, Bathroom's jump off, right and there. hit the bathroom. The ice real cream quick. shop is right the there. Ice cream shop is down there. Yeah, it was a nice little day. Case slept most of the way, and then my fuel pump decided to stop working mm. when we were on Spring Lake, and we had a nice good Samaritan give us a hand getting the boat over to Literally a little bit of a docking a hand. <laughs> docking station, <laughs> and then um, and so this house sits out on kind of like. A, like a rock peninsula thing. And they've got a boardwalk and there's four lifts, like uh, elevator lifts. So you pull your jet ski on it and then hit the button and it gets it up out of the water. So there's, it's the son-in-law of the homeowner. And he's like, Hey, you all right. This and that. Cause I'm rowing the boat away from the rocks that we're going to hit right. to get to this little boardwalk thing. And it's only, you know, like a sidewalk of, a deck basically. And I'm like, well, if we tie up here, if we can just hold the boat here, maybe I can get it going. And he's like, well, no, we'll get you over here. We'll get you up out of the water and that kind of thing. That way you're not banging up into the wall. All right, fine. Yeah, cool. So he gets us up and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's turning over. Um, it, and it's burning off the starter fluid. If I throw starter fluid in it, but it won't stay running. And I never would have thought of this, but he goes, my buddy is here. He's an electrician. I mean, this guy knows a little bit about everything. I'm like, cool. So he jumps on. He's like, you 
should check your connections down here. I wonder if you just have a bad ground, you know, like some corrosion on your fuel pump, you know, power or ground. So I pull the ground wire off and just kind of wiggle it around to get a better ground, tighten that up. Then he's like, you probably should check the power one while you're at it. So I give that a little turn and that came loose real easy. Like I could almost pull it with my finger. I'm like, there it is. Sure enough, I hook all that back up. Boat fires up. We're running good. You know, huh. like oh geez so it gets even better now we're on this lift and we're up out of the water so i have the trim almost all the way down to get the, the propeller into the water and he goes to lower us, us down and the cable is coming off from the spindle um and we're staying right put so he calls his buddy back over he's like yeah something you know? so he's getting in there trying to monkey with it and whatnot and then he goes up and then down, and we drop into the water. <laughs> it was like a good foot to two foot. We were up there pretty high, like a little straight, like the whole thing. Elevator went, dropping, the yeah. elevator <laughs> drop. Then I was holding on to case. I like my knee slammed into the throttle of the boat <laughs> real hard. No, I mean the boat was, oh, was idling, oh. but I I slammed in. I may not have even have been the the um the the trim that I ran into. I could have hit just the side of the boat, but. If your hand was there or anything, you're bashing that on the side of the dock when you came down. Right. So it happened abruptly, and the guy that was monkeying with it had a like. We were concerned that he may have lost a lost finger, finger. as that wheel gets a spinning. Yeah, because yeah, it's all shrouded. It's covered in the shroud, but he was kind of tucking the cable back up as it was yeah. going down, and then all of a sudden we dropped and. I wasn't looking anywhere but down at that point. Well, and I looked at him and I said, thanks. And he had his hand, um, you know, all of his fingers brought in. I was like, dude, you know, we appreciate it. And then he's just kind of like in shock or whatever. I'm like, I think you're all right, man. Let's see. And it like took him a second. And then he finally like opened his hand up and like all the fingers were there. Everything was fine. But like. Danelle was like, I think he was scared to actually, you know, kind of look and see. Yeah, because. If he would have lost him in that, you wouldn't have felt it. It would have just been like if you guys run your finger through a table saw, saw or something. You yeah, you're like, oh, Not crap, you I look. lost a finger. And yeah. then you know, yeah. So we're very grateful for their help. And, and the guy's wife or girlfriend or uh, friend uh, gave us her phone number so that if we had any other trouble, to give them a call and they could give us a, a hand. I thought we were going to have to you know, get towed off right. the water, get back to the launch or, and they were gracious enough to say, well, we can give you a ride to your, your truck. And then you can go over to the spring Lake launch. And that's not too far from here. And, um, Matt Barton's uh, father-in-law lives on, or has a cottage on spring Lake. So I was like, well, I could give Bob a call and see if maybe he could, tow if you. he has a boat, he can tow me to the launch or yeah. I don't know what I do. Maybe, <laughs> Cause it's a big, I, I mean, yeah, I, was, I was hosed. That's boat, a long yeah. way to paddle, and it was in a wake zone, so I would have been fighting like crazy. I'm I sure I could have flagged somebody down to ask them yeah. for a tow, but I think those uh, nice people were just happy that uh, non-Spring Lake um, boaters were off of their property <laughs> <laughs> and moving along. <laughs> yeah, so that was eventful. That's uh, that was uh, Chris's and uh, my um, what's what? Well, that's that's a lot of. Good what's what right there. I mean, dang. Well, Chris, what do you got for us in the news, bud? Well, uh, in the news, not so much right now, um, other than, you know, another potential lockdown or something coming. We'll see what happens with that. Apparently, New Zealand um, went on complete uh, lockdown within the last week or so because one person in their country uh, purportedly has COVID or has symptoms or something, so... We'll see. I'm sure some powers that be in Michigan are just itching to try <laughs> hey. to keep us all away from, you know, our lake homes and boats and yeah. all that stuff again. Well, they're saying for this, for school, we have, an, it's encouraged to send your child to school with a mask, you know, with school starting next yes. week. Yes. So there's no mandate that it's required. Yeah. So I'm just a little confused as to what's going on either yes or no are we in or out well i think so there's actually been a lot of conversation about this lately and i think the schools know that if they say right now your kid has to be in a mask people are gonna start pulling their kids yeah they well, need you there for the first they, 10 days to get to count day yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> they want their money right yeah so that's something i didn't consider yeah, no yeah so you get them in and then from there Michigan makes it a mandate and what are you going to do? Every school is going to have to do it. You can't pull your kid. Private schools won't have room for you. 
you're in for the year. So that's my theory. They're just waiting. That would make sense. Yeah, I think so. Because how else, otherwise everyone polls and does like you have time right now to think about it. You still have a week for most mm-hmm. kids. So you have time to think about whether you're going to homeschool. You get, you get 10 parents together and you all chip in on a one homeschool person. You're, you're not your yeah, kids homeschool. Right, right. So, but that takes time to set up and find those people. And so you wait, you get them in, they're there, school started. And then you say next year, which is what everyone did last year. You said next year, right? Well, now they're saying, no, you don't have to, but you should. And then bam, well, now it's a Michigan mandate. So that's my theory. Uh, we'll see if it happens. So maybe that's what they're waiting for. I think so. But at that point, what do you do? Do you pull your kid out and in the middle of the year start a start your own? No, you, you're not going to start homeschooling. In the oh middle shoot, of the year. we did it all last year at school, and it wasn't a big deal for everybody to wear a mask it's, everywhere you go. It really once you it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but once you're in the rat race, you know what to expect and what not to expect. Now we've gone to not being required to wear a mask and you know obviously vaccinated people aren't required to wear a mask if you are unvaccinated then you are encouraged to wear a mask but Why? there's no there's no way to like the new super spreader they're right, not right, right. The, the, the vacciners are the ones spreading at the highest rate and yeah, but again we could get into nobody's there policing it yeah. so now it's going to be like okay are, are we doing the masks are are we not just like I, we have an ice cream social on Monday, and I asked Danelle, I'm like, are we supposed to all wear masks to this? Is it not? I mean, yeah. what, what do we do? There's never – we've had emails and correspondence from the principal in the school and of what we're supposed to do, but there was no definitive wear a mask or don't wear a mask. It basically just gave us the guidelines for the Michigan um, – would it be the CDC in Michigan? Uh, health department. Health department. Thank yeah. you. That's what I was looking for. Well, good luck with that ice cream social. Yeah, I'll, I'll report back next week on how that went, along with the, the first days of school for uh, well, Jay's kids, my kid. Well, you a private school, so, yeah. you know, they can kind of make their own rules. They typically follow what Grand Rapids Public does. And they, so Grand Rapids Public said something, I think I heard that in the news yesterday, that they're going to require masks for school. Um, and I was expecting ASA to do the same, but they, I haven't seen anything. They also want their money too. Oh, they're they getting, you to, they're getting my yeah. money. They're getting my money regardless. I'm not sending a case to Grand Rapids Public. Not that there's anything wrong with Grand Rapids Public. It's just not my cup of tea. I couldn't, uh, you know, again, this is a really... It's a touchy subject for me. Um, you know, there's a freedom, freedom, a land of the free, you know, and, and telling me I have to do something like that tweaks me emotionally. But at the same time, I am an understanding person of like, I don't just live on this planet by myself. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, taking some precautions to make sure that other people don't have to suffer the decisions I make, but there's so much. What's the word I'm looking for? I want to say unclarity. There's so much. What's the word I'm looking for, guys? There's not enough clarity. There's not enough clarity. I guess there's such a lack of clarity. Lack of clarity. There Very we well. There's such a lack of clarity on what the freak is actually going on. Because not only do we have, not only has the beginning of this proven. To be like, hey, for example, when I say, you know, guys, again, I'm not the best with this, so bear with me, but I'm, I'm doing the best I can to explain my brain of thought here, my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, my brain, train of thought, putting all this together. But, you know, you, when this all came out, you'd hear all these numbers and numbers and numbers. But then you hear, well, hey, you know, if a person died in a car accident but had COVID, they were marking that as a COVID accident, right? COVID death. And so, like, you have that going on where you're like, okay, well, the numbers are skewed but they were still pumping them into your brain through the media for that whole time. So it's even right now it's like, okay, yeah, I hear all these things and, and we see all this, these numbers, but what's real, what's not yeah. real, what's true. What's not true. The life I see is not the life they perceive is going on. Um, you know, this whole vaccine and then, 
them being, you know, the vaccinated being the ones that are spreading the most. Well, yeah, their symptoms are lower. So they don't think they're sick with the actual sickness. They think that maybe they just have a cold and they're not wearing a mask because they're vaccinated. Perhaps it is so, a cold. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's why the spread is so high among them because they think they're cured. So this vaccine was actually meant to cut it down, but actually it was the biggest reason it spread. But they're, you know, and then on one side, it, it's, well, if everyone got vaccinated at once, we would have stinted it. And then the other side is, well, if nobody got vaccinated, we'd be building our own antibodies. You know, there's so many different there's sides. A lot of different schools and, of thought. And I'm so torn in every which way I think about it. Because when it comes to your kids, you want what's best for them. But there's also this line of, con- I don't want to say convenience, because it sounds like such a cheap way out, but a line of convenience like hey kid if you you know if you have to wear a mask is it killing you is it the end of the world but do you still get the education that you're getting do you still have somewhere that you go every day cool but it's like an airplane you know people will fight this mask in schools but when they get on the airplane to go on that destination to go on that vacation guess what they're doing they're putting on the mask Mm -hmm. so here you are throwing up a fit and arguing and in in just losing your mind over the mask in one area, but only when it doesn't benefit you versus or when affecting it does your kids. Or, you know what I mean? And but but is it or isn't it? Now that's the real question. Yeah. I don't I can't sit here and say that it is not affecting my kid, but I also can't sit here and say that it is affecting my kid. So I'm again it's a it's a torn thing, you know, and I'm sure every listener has a, a yeah. different point of view. Optional wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. Don't it wear is a mask. A study if you want over to wear a mask. I will have to see if I can find this, but they found that on average over the past year, um, school aged children's IQ dropped by 20 points, um, which is not the trend that's been going on. You know, it's been held pretty steady. And then everything that's happened over the last year that their IQ has gone down 20 points or so. Yeah. Well, everybody's kind of a lot. That is a lot. Everybody was out of work and out of school for a period of time in the spring when this all started and then they had the summer and then they went back to school and you've got these distractions with the masks and hand sanitizing and all the social distancing and well, you can't just be you a can kid. do this, you can't do that and yeah. yeah. So I don't know, it's tricky. Well, I guess we'll see how uh, how it all shapes up, but I'm I wouldn't be surprised if there's a mask mandate and furthermore if it gets bad enough they shut things down again for a while or something which I didn't think that that proved to be very beneficial based on the way things went but I watch the local news regularly and for the past year um up until the vaccine was getting around covid numbers was the the big thing the coronavirus and the numbers of um, infected and death and all of that. And then all of a sudden that just kind of fell to the wayside and we got into the Olympics and that was the topic. Right. So well, and now, yeah, that's boom. because the, uh, the corporate company that owns them told them to move on to something else. Right. And right. then boom, now there's a Delta variant. And now there's a variant that we're all worried about. I just want to know if my work is going to, uh, continue to hand out that cheddar and, you know, you know, everybody what? another hundred bucks to get the booster shot. Now that that's been approved oh. like they did for the vaccine. Well, you know, where's the money really, coming from? Which really kind of a cool thing about, you know, I'm a huge fan on always finding the upside to everything. So like to me, a positive about COVID is like how many businesses out there are starting to realize like, hey, we don't have to spend the money on these giant buildings. Everyone can work remote. Yeah. And then what that gives you as so an much employee. For well, the right. company, but then the freedom. The freedom as, to the employee. As long as, as they're getting employee. their work done. Yeah, they don't care that you're folding laundry no. while you're taking phone calls you, or whatever you may dude, be doing. Coworkers distract the crap out of people. Like your coworkers distract the crap out of you. Well, it's like high school. Yeah, Melissa says her her employees at her job are way because they know if they just hurry up and get their stuff done, they actually they can get it done in six hours and not have to work the hours but get paid for the eight hours because they're getting their tickets in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then those to choose to work harder and extra get more done in that shows. And then they, you know, they're compensated right. properly. But in general, like she just has known that all, you know, not every single job at that company has to be in house yet. The building that they work out of is 
was enlarged to grow that specific area. Yeah. And it's just funny. They didn't, they will, you know, technically they don't have to spend. Technically they didn't have to. No. And they're starting to, you know, companies are starting to realize this and jobs are starting to become way more. And that is cool to me. Like that is a cool phase because once this is all said and done, that'll be the new wave. And then the, the whole new reality in life for individuals and happiness in life and freedom in life is going to be extremely different than what it has been for the last hundred years, which is go to work, get your paycheck, check, go to work, punch in, punch out. You know what I mean? Yep. No more of that. Like no more of the hour drive and the hour drive home. So Looking now you're you. losing two hours with your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, to me, that's like a, that's an upswing of this, you know, that's a silver lining yeah. in all of this. I, I try to, I try to always look at it like that. Listen, death is going to happen. People are going to die. I mean, when a tsunami hits Japan or China or whatever of Island or place gets hit by tsunamis, cause I'm not geographically uh, pronounced, whatever. I'm not super good with that, but savvy. Yeah. Um, Whatever one gets wiped out with a tsunami, <laughs> everyone's like, eh, it happens. It, you live there. That's where tsunamis happen. You know, and then you get this Delta variant where, you know, or, or COVID where people are dying. And it's sad. It's extremely sad. It Just is like, sad. That is yeah. sad. But, like, it's not expected. So it comes off as worse. There's a movie I'm thinking of where it's said really good. Um, mm, uh, the Dark Knight. What are you? Batman, The Dark Knight. Joker yep. says to when he's got Harvey Dent and Harvey Dent, he turned into two face, right? He burned his face or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Joker comes in as the, uh, the nurse. And he's like, Oh, you, you know, if I say that, a uh, uh, Humvee full of soldiers is going to get blown up. Nobody cares. Cause that's expected. But I say, I'm going to blow up a hospital, with a bunch of people in it. Everyone starts freaking out. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the unexpected versus, you know, the expected, you don't freak out about the expected. You yeah, you don't expect a hospital to blow up, but you wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise you if a Humvee in a war torn area mm-hmm. blew up. Yeah. Yep. So it, I, I just. Are you I, talking about Afghanistan? Right. Could be. <laughs> I didn't want to be specific. Because here it goes. And we could really get into some stuff out of that kind of like uh, all the guns that the Taliban just had because <laughs> we pulled out of the. Uh, well, we were always told to pull out, and yeah. we gave we gave those guns to. Oh, them. weird! Now we just <laughs> hey, now you have all these Humvees and these tanks, and anyways, moving on. But yeah, so uh, the silver lining in things, you know, got to find it, got to look at it that way because there's always going to be crappy things that happen, and we can choose to dwell on it in that fact, or you know, choose to move on with what we have and, and look at the good and the positive. And I think by and large, yeah. So I think that's America's a kind of a, with it. that's kind of a cool cool thing, but. Uh, Getting away from that, the shutdown, because gosh, I mean, we could talk about that for. I mean, I kind of, I kind of wouldn't. Again, the shutdown gave me a lot of good quality time with my family. I just had the baby, and you know, I still had the baby going and thing, and that was pretty cool. But, um, it would, it would, you know what I'm saying? It would, it would be nice, but it wouldn't be nice. Does that I, make sense? I see what you're saying. Everybody, it it was when it was shut down, and you couldn't go anywhere, or do anything. It was, it, but you didn't know when the term was or whatever, when it, it was going to get back to normal. Or, it got or scary. Yeah. But for the first couple of nights, hanging out with friends and bullshitting and staying up all well, night. No friends. You couldn't you hang know. out with friends. You know, we were, it was, it was hard at COVID. You, you, you didn't even talk to people on the phone. You were like, listen, right. man, I might get COVID. <laughs> well, wife, w- the wife started sneezing. You like locked her in a bathroom for a week. You know, like, you have no idea. The we handled looks. it differently. <laughs> I got it. Meyer, when we were only supposed to go out for essentials and I have a shopping cart full of plants. Right, right. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say beer. This no. is essential. Well, we had a small group of us. Uh, you know, three, four of us guys that would get together at a buddy's barn on Thursday nights because uh, two of them didn't work on Fridays and their jobs were considered essential. So they, they kept working, uh, but we'd go up there and I didn't have much to do once I got caught up with work and then the builder stopped, you know, production. Right. I ran out of work after a while and ended up just kind of hanging out. So we'd get together and throw darts and it was nice bullshit and you didn't have to worry about you didn't have to worry about uh getting up and going to work the next day i so. had i had a friend that would come over almost every day and we'd have a drink together in the garage and i'd pour it for him and let it sit there and sanitize his cup for him and he stood six feet away and i stood six feet away and we drank a cocktail together every night in my garage and you know that was fun mm-hmm. 
Um, so when I say, you know, I mean like, hey, would I take one? Yeah, if they said it was going to be a week, okay. I'm in. No, no, you already pulled that shit on me once. (laughs) Two weeks to slow the spread, was it? Right. Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. You're you're not pulling that shit on me. Two weeks to slow the spread. We're almost on two weeks. I know. Yeah. So there were, I should say there was times where it wasn't so bad. But by and large, I think it's, it's a minus. Yeah, it is a minus. I mean, all the money that's lost for and, you. And what we lost as a whole to small mom and pop shops and places that are, are closed down forever. People that have thrown their Waitresses. lives into it. Okay, let's say a shutdown yeah. for only my job. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The lack of materials in the construction industry is going to take a, a month hiatus. And the, the government's going to pay you what you would be making. Lavishly. And you just hang out until things kick up again. I'm I'm in for that. Only if Trump was president. Sorry, that doesn't affect you, Chris. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Chris doesn't I've been working from home. Yeah, he loves hate it. it. But so, you, you want to go back to the it. office? Yes. Really? Some form of office, yes. Want me to make you an office? You already have Well, one. is there going to be people around? Because I have an office upstairs. We can get you a whole set of Wilsons. He doesn't have any friends. <laughs> we'll get you some soccer balls, and some footballs, we'll put middle tennis balls. On. I tried that with these plants. They're, they were all right for you know the first couple months of um, working at home. But I'll tell you what, yeah, man, man, you start smoking weed, you'll be all right. <laughs> the plants will talk to you. Tom Hanks made it work. Probably should not be adding that into another vice, so I will avoid that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well... You, you know, got anything else on on the news front? I think that's what we is that all we discussed. I think that we talked so about. I may not have been paying attention. No, no, you probably weren't. We we wish we had some conspiracy theory stuff for you, but uh, it, you know, the shutdown kind of gets in there with that conspiracy theory because who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, we forgot to play the music. I know it sounds like a great big reset coming. Yeah, hold on. Dun, 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 great dun, big dun, reset. Dun, 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 dun. Well, it's great reset, but the great reset. Yeah. Uh, so scary music. There we go. There you have it. And that's all we have for. Uh... What? Why are you looking at me? Well, I don't know. I was, I was, I... <laughs> Hoping that I was just gonna. That's all we have pulse for. It. I don't think we landed on the moon. <laughs> we'll get back to that. <laughs> one. Hey, now that's a conversation. Um. Okay. Well, you know, golf talk. I, everyone loves golf talk. That we know. Except but, for Brent, but he's not here. He's not here, right? So does anybody have... The moon a, is a golf ball that's just set up there. Oh it's not real. It does look <laughs> like... Yo, listen, I'm not going to lie. When we were out camping and we did a lot of staring at the stars because out there, there's... You, know, that's, you don't have any ambient light. Dude, man. you can see everything. There is some crazy stuff that moves around up there that it just doesn't make sense to me. Were you the high? UFOs that they're going to declassify Honestly, here? Honestly... Very soon. Honestly, I'm supposedly. like, how do you have 30? Because you can tell the difference between an airplane and um, a satellite, clearly, in this guy. Not only that, like there are some airplanes that get way up there that you can't see the green and the red light blinking, but you can hear that. The chemtrail ones? You, you can hear those things, but there is stuff that is... You wanted them. Sorry. There is stuff that's so far up there that I... And they're all moving in so many different directions. You're like, how is that that many satellites just above me in the sky? Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that stuff, as far away as it is, is moving faster than the airplanes that are lower and closer to me. Like, it, there's, there was just stuff that wasn't making any Some sense. Zippy stuff up there. Well, I just tell like, I told the kids, they were all like, oh, my God, oh, my gosh. You know, and I'm like, listen, it, you know, they just released not too long ago that they have been investigating ufos it's kind of the way of breaking the ice it won't be long before they have it was it's just, just so many cell phones out there so many people catching things on camera like mm-hmm. you can only shut it down for so long did you find bigfoot up there in northern Michigan? <laughs> no but i got a tick oh no pretty yeah, much the it, same thing it bit me thanks thanks for sharing that it bit me and i had it melissa like we were in the shower together because we're in the cabin. So that's what like adults you do. Can surf, you can surf water that way. Oh, yeah. So that's why. And so she's like, what is that? And she's like picking at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's probably like one of those sticky things you find out in the woods. Because I was like playing in the woods all week. And she like, 
it flops down and I'm like, that's, you could see his little legs and his little <laughs> head buried in my arm. I'm like, you son of a, I've never had a tick before ever. Yeah, I've never so had I was one freaking either. out. I'm like, honey, how are we going to get that? Get the I, lighter. We don't want, the, right, get the light. You know, she's like, I pull these off the dogs all the time. I don't need no lighter. She's like, watch this. Give and, me your field knife. Right, right. So she grabs the tweezers and mind you, we were, we had been outside around the bonfire. It was about midnight. My wife is the drunkest I've ever seen in my life. She's a little tuned oh, up even with tweezers. The, even the kids were yelling at her, Mom, stop. You know, like, you're drunk. You're drunk. And go we stayed home, out go there. to sleep, you're drunk. We stayed out there. Go, to bed. go home, Mom. You're embarrassing we, yourself. Exactly. And we stayed out there, me and the wife, by ourselves, another half hour drinking. So we came in, and we was brushing our teeth, and then I'm like, you know, I got covered in smoke. I'm like, let's just take a quick shower that's when she found it. But she she pulled that son of a gun. She popped it right out. It kind of hurt a little bit. She squeezed some skin, but I'd be damned. She didn't yank that son of a bitch. She goes, the head's not even that bare. It's barely engorged. And I'm like, all right, you act like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I trust you right now. Dang. She, and like, she acted like it was nothing. I think she had one eye closed and everything. She was just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, one eye open. She's like, see, there's the head. I'm like, I'll be damned. That's his head. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I got my first tick. That was. Did you put those weird. tweezers to good use after that? <laughs> No. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, I literally put on like a trash boot. I, I like a hazmat suit to go to bed. At that point, I was like, I want nothing touching me. You know, we're in a cabin. <laughs> and then I had found a spider like dangling from the ceiling earlier. It was a little one, but it scared me because it almost got in my face. <laughs> so I pretty much put on sweatpants, sweatshirt, socks, and I, I like pulled the drawstrings on my hoodie and I like slept like in a cocoon. <laughs> Duct tape I, is his pant legs to a sock. Right. It was, it was, I was nervous. And then all day for the next two days, I'm, every time I had an itch, I was like, is that a tick? Thinking of that song, checking me for ticks. I'm right. Like looking under everywhere, <laughs> looking under my legs. So anyways, but uh, yeah, I mean, as far as hockey talk goes, I know people love it. I, I you know, as much, I, I gave you all my hockey talk right in the beginning or sorry, not hockey talk, golf, golf talk. talk. Yeah. I gave you all my golf talk right in the beginning. So have you yeah. guys been playing? I you know Brian told me so. Brian, brother Brian, my brother, and you played not too long ago. He said uh, at the Moose Lodge, and then you played just this past weekend, I think Saturday or something. Yeah, so we played. It was last Friday that, or the Friday before last, Brian played with me, Chris. Or no, you weren't there that morning. No, who was it? It was me, Danny, it was Danny Brian. And Brad, me, Danny, Brian, and Brad played in the Brad who Brad Strayer. He went to high school with me. I don't think he used to hang around with. Uh, we rode bikes and stuff together. You probably recognize <laughs> him from then. Okay. No, Brian had just made a mention of Brad, and when I heard him say he went golf with Brad, I I kind of thought he was talking about Brad from work. Oh nope nope, buddy Are buddy you of ours. A cootie catcher over there. I am doing so some weird folding. We got involved in the 9 a.m. Friday uh, scramble that they do. And it's usually a bunch of older guys, and they just draw cards for teams. But they let the four of us play, and we came in second place. Which they only paid first But and they third. ended up paying first and third. They yeah. changed it up regularly. But they do a 9 a.m. Um, Saturday and they, or Friday, and they do a 9 a.m. Sunday uh, scramble. So we got involved in that. We shot pretty good and had a good time. And then the next weekend we, um, went out with the kids. So me, Brad, Danny had our kids and then Brian and Chris came and we just split up and did. Yeah. I lost 20 scramble. bucks because your brother choked. He was hitting them pretty well <laughs> until yeah. we decided to hit a few more. And then I was feeling good. So I'm like, you know what, Brian, we got this. Danny, 20 bucks. Chris had a hell of a chip up on uh, Uh, five. That was about the only thing that I hit. Par three in the back. He chipped it, and it went way right of the pin. And he was like, oh, man. And Brian's like, no, no, chill out, man. It's going to roll right on. And it rolled, what was it, maybe four feet away from the hole? Mm -hmm. It was a great great chip. And then they, you know, two-putted that. Yeah. (laughs) It was not the best day. But it was fun. We had fun. Caught a little bit of a buzz, hit some good balls here and there. Well, I want to ask you, now that you've had them for a while, and and you have every wedge they have to offer, <laughs> lucky wedges. I just couldn't decide which one I wanted to keep. Um, Are you still loving them? 
I I like them. They're I like the way they they look. I like the way they feel. I like the way they hit. Um, I'm just not consistent. With right. Well, wedges strikes. are wedges are hard to hit. You gotta right. hit the ball every time the same to get the same result. Yep. Which is tough. I can't even. Yeah, I don't if I think could any repli- of us can do that every time. If I could turn myself into a machine and replicate it every time I hit it, it'd be, uh, it'd be yeah. But I've I've gone up and down with them a time or two. Um, great, great golf clubs. I love mine. And I like, and I ended up getting the putter as well, which yep. you have a, another variation the, of the yep. I have the lucky blade. putter. <laughs> yep. So yeah, very happy with their golf clubs. I am too. I'm not gonna lie. I really, uh, you know, Brian and TJ and Cody. Went and got the Titleist Vokies, mm-hmm. and uh, I will never sit here and dog a Titleist Vokie. Um, they're Titleist, <laughs> and they're Titleist Vokies. They've been around for quite some time, and they've got a lot of sciences in their game. But, again, technology only goes so far. And, and to be honest, the the price between the two, if you don't buy in a package and want to buy one singular, are within $30, I think, $30, $40. I think the Vokies being a little more expensive. But the fact that you have a lifetime guarantee with your lucky wedges and only the your thirty day uh with your Vokey Titleist. Um that and that you know, I don't think I won't I won't sit here and say that a better wedge doesn't make you a better player, but again, your ability is only your ability. So if you hit the perfect shot, no matter what you're using, you're gonna say They're great. They're great, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but that being said, for the money we spent, for what we got, for not only, uh, for not only their performance, but looks and style, they don't even come close. The Vokey's not. My brother actually has a blued Vokey, and it's like a dark blued, and it almost looks black. So it looks very similar to ours with the black heads. Yeah, it's a sharp club. It's a yeah. sharp club, but to all the other ones, just being their standard satin or whatever. I think some of the styling in, in, in golf clubs is important. It makes and you feel lot, good. If you feel good, you play good. A lot of people <laughs> think, well, whatever, I'll hit it with a two-by-four, and you know, I don't need something nice that looks good or whatever. But I'm the type of person where I, I like the ergonomics. I like the way things look, and mm-hmm. that part of it's a little important to me. Yeah. You know? Feels good. Like if I, I said. could just work on that golf game on my end, but <laughs> I don't think anybody hits – even professional golfers, they don't hit the the same club the same way every time. Oh, there, no. There's a very, you know, we're human. That's why golf, I love golf in the sense of, like, there's a lot of greats. But, like, let's, for instance, John Daly and Nichols, Nicholson. Which, by the way, what do you think of the hat? I like that. Is yeah. that uh, Phil's hat? Yep. Or is yep. it? Okay. So this is, this is through this uh, hat company. This is... All like him. It's a one-off. Oh, really? My wife got it for me for my birthday. Oh, that's cool. Pretty yeah, sweet. Little I didn't hat. know that. I was. I saw it and I wasn't sure what mm-hmm. brand it was, but yeah, that's so Phil Mickelson's it's, uh, it's brand. It's the uh, the melon. You know the waterproof, oh, sweatproof. Yep. Uh, go ahead and give her a whirl. I mean, it's on the air. I'll I'll plug these guys. Not a sponsor yet, but hey, it's a little tight. It, oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's adjustable. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Mess oh, okay, you can mess wanna, with it. I don't want to mess up. Your, I know my your buttons here, and I'd love for you to try it if you liked it. It's very nice. So they make these in all different styles and colors and everything, but this is his specific, like his specific one. So this one costs a little bit more, I guess. But that's cool. Yeah. So, anyways, getting back to these golfers, like you know, what makes Tiger Tiger is not because Tiger was a good golfer. I mean, Mickelson's a great golfer, right? If not, arguably a better golfer it's just that he did what he did in such a short amount of time no one had ever done that he won more consecutive championships in the amount of years he won than any other golfer in the world which in that game is unheard of to win back to back to back like you win three in a row and all of a sudden you're a somebody you win nine in the course of like seven years like he did now you're like whoa bro who is this guy yeah you know and then he fell off but Swinging that hard. The wagon or? Well, all of it. But, well, let's be honest, though. His back and his knee from all that swinging, I mean, he swings so hard and torques. You know, back in the day, he no one was matching his stuff. And that's the way he was working out. And he was crushing the ball, you know, hitting pitching wedges 189 yards. I mean, it's like. Dang. You're crazy. But that takes a toll. 
Yes, it does. But uh, but yeah, that's so that's what I love about the game is like you have these great golfers, but it's a game that you're not good at every time, and that's what makes me laugh. When, like when I go with golfers that get so mad at themselves for shooting in 93 when they're typically an 85 golfer, it's like, bro, <laughs> watch the pros' scores. They don't shoot. You know, it's it, for us. It's like until I get to par, I'm not happy. For them, they're like, unless I'm shooting 15 under, I'm not happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I get that, but watch their scores. Their their variant is like, if you know, it could be up or down 10 strokes. That's a lot for a pro golfer. Now, yeah, for you, that should be like 20 strokes. So Easy. to shoot yeah, 10 20, over strokes. to five over, seven more than you normally shoot. Like when people get mad, I laugh. Oh, that's why you see me on the golf course because I'm like the cool as a cucumber. All the time. Yeah, it doesn't matter know. what I'm shooting. I'm just like, hey. Because what is, for one, what is getting mad going to do about it? And two, right. let's be realistic here. I've been playing golf consistently for two years, three years. Right. I played my whole life, but been consistent and actually trying to get better Yeah. for the last two two years. Maybe, maybe, maybe three. I'm not, not going to sit there and be like, oh, you shot a 90. You should be shooting 85. It's like, dude three putt this green sorry chunk that chip oops faded that one into the woods and had to take a drop whatever like yeah. I, I can't expect myself to hit the perfect shot every time if i did i wouldn't be playing for fun right you'd be yeah you'd be earning money yeah, right so <laughs> it, it's such a fun sport in that regard because even a really good golfer can make mistakes and have their ups and downs you know topping a ball chunking a ball you name it. There's a whole lot of variables: overfade, overdraw, or just a wicked slice. Well, something like that can happen to anyone. Some people will say you have to have 72 perfect swings. No, because professional golfers have to have 60 right. one perfect swings. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like when does it? And even they can't get. You know, every even if a golfer will go off the best 18 under, say, you know, which is pretty good for. Uh, I mean, <laughs> You're golfing 18 under by yourself. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... If you're birdie in every hole, <laughs> that's that's impressive. Those are damn near perfect games. What, what do you have? Four par threes usually on in 18? Yeah, you ain't driving every green, so that means you're chipping it either so, in the hole or right next to the hole to putt one putt. I mean... Yeah. You're gosh dang. Par perfect. threes can be a mother, too. Yeah. You could land it on the green, but depending on how far out you are, you might have two, three putts right. to get it in the dang so, hole. So that's, 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 you couldn't have brought up a better point, right? To have the perfect shot, that would be for the ball to go in the hole on that shot. Just get a hole in so one. So that would be all par fours would be done in two. All par ones would be done in one. That's never going to, like, you can always be better. You can always have a yeah. better shot, and that's what keeps bringing you back. It's never a game of which you're going to have a perfect game. It's never. No. It's never. Nobody has one, even professionals. So, like, I just try to tell people like just be happy to be outside. I just get yeah. I was just gonna say that chirp and the fact that you're not at work. Yeah, (laughs) you know my dad. I've golfed with him the last. My dad's big on golfing during the week because he doesn't like to golf with all the rush of the people. Sure, he's never been one to like to be around a crowd of people when he can avoid it. Yep. So he always like when you're out there and he hits a bad shot, he's like, "Well, at least I'm not at work." And I'm like, you know what, man, (laughs) that's a dang good way to look at it. It is. You ask to be at work right now. you just, you know, cruise around, you got a little music going, you got a couple of beers and you're outside and you're enjoying good company of, of friends or your family or whoever you're hanging out with. And you get, you just it, hitting the golf ball and playing golf is kind of the, the side hustle of the whole day. Oh, yeah. It's about hang, hanging out in camaraderie and enjoying the outdoors. So I really enjoy it for that aspect, but I also do like it for maybe I'm going to put together three nice shots on a hole. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to start to do something well with right. my golf game. Oh, yeah. And, it, dude, your <laughs> golf game is getting, it, whether it seems like it or not, as long as you're out there doing it, it's getting better. You're either perfecting your swing or learning a new swing. I mean, it's it's never-ending. And it's, the muscle memory is insane because every club has about 10 different ways you could use it throughout a course, could use it. Like, there's times I have to, like, take my four iron and put the ball way behind me and turn sideways and smack the crap out of it to keep it under a tree limb and get it up the field. So I'm reachable on my next shot to the green on a par five. 
you know, and still have a chance to hit the green in regulation, you know, how often are you practicing that? How often are you doing that? So then that all is like a feel thing. And when you smack that shot and it goes amazingly, the rush you get from it, it's just a fun sport. And it's no it reason. Fun. It's no wonder why right now it's one of the fastest growing sports in, in uh, the world. Not to mention it's one of the only sports that didn't get completely shut down for COVID because once you could be outside and doing stuff, they just put the divider up in the carts and you could golf. You were outside. Yeah. Which helped, you could walk. Which helped it grow tremendously. Yeah. Something to do. And there's probably a lot of people like me who weren't big fans of golf and thought it required goofy pants and a fat ass, but then you kind of get into it and you find out that you love it and well, that's you all you want to do those, so I, I got that covered no well, i was gonna say you had at least one of those i have not yet seen goofy pants but uh, <laughs> definitely yeah. have that fat ass eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but so, uh but yeah so i mean i guess as far as golf talk goes you guys got anything else i think i'm tapped out on golf talk we're golfing tomorrow afternoon so next week we'll update you maybe i'll get a hole in one also i got uh i haven't even told you guys about it yet but uh i got something coming that's um, exciting i got something what, what coming got down coming? the line for <laughs> golf that's pretty exciting it's just like a little idea i have all right um obviously i can't say much about well, it sure. but to be continued all right Tease, tease me. A little teaser there, a little guys. Teaser, teaser for the the listeners. A little I hope teaser. You enjoy that. So, but uh, yeah. So, well, Stefan, you want to wrap it up? We're not completely tapped out on hockey. There is. Oh, oh um, yeah, that's right. I yeah. totally forgot. We were skipping so, something here. I mean, we're yeah. So we're not completely tapped out on hockey. I know we got a few weeks for a month or so, two two months before the regular season for the NHL starts. But the big ticket item this weekend is the hockey hold'em tournament, and. Um, we Brent hosted the draft on Sunday. Um, me and my son, uh, or excuse me, Chris, my son, and I uh, went to hang out for that and, and had a nice little live recording. And Case got to draw everybody's uh, yeah, spots. I was going to say your kid <laughs> totally took over and uh, <laughs> made that uh, draw party his. Uh, he owned it. I think it was fun. I, I hope everybody had a good time with a five. And three quarter year old running around pointing at people. All right, your turn to pick a, a person and where they're going to play in, in it. So I'm looking forward to the tournament this weekend. It was a lot better than you know spending an hour watching Brent just sit there and pick and read everyone. So. Good point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and, and are I, you implying like the last one? <laughs> well, he had Cosby the last one, and then the one before that, it was just Brent rolling the the uh, lottery balls. What around. about the one that we did? Oh yeah, that yeah that was it was similar to that, okay. but. Not as it was better, um, but we had a good time there, and then um, and and that's why Brent's not here tonight. He's putting the fine touches on the tournament, so which is tomorrow. Which I did starts not mean to hit that, tomorrow. Guys. I'll clear that out. <laughs> it's later. not a conspiracy. No, I'll just leave it in there. <laughs> leave it in. We um, think actually Brent was abducted by aliens. <laughs> We're hoping he'll be back in time for the tournament. Right. So you're yeah. telling me that he's at work. Okay. <laughs> so, and the listeners are going to get this after Hockey Hold'em. So the next episode, we'll share all the hijinks we had. And hopefully a lot of you were able to come out. And if you see um, Brent, myself, Chris, or Jay at the tournament, come say hi and tell us what we need to do better about the show. So with... Uh, Without further ado, do you have anything to add before we wrap? No, um, you know, I just, I just want to give a shout out to Brent. You know, all he does for us, because in this type of thing that he's doing, it's not just for him. He could go play anywhere and do anything, and not have to put all this work and effort in to build something as unique as this upcoming tournament, which sadly I'm not uh, participating in. Um, this weekend, but it's the yep. wife's 40th. So we got some plans. Understandable. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, um, but you know, the appreciation for what he, and if you know, Brent, you know, his heart and soul gets poured into these events. Like he leaves it all on the field. Yeah. He's got plenty of swag, the can koozies shirts and, um, it, this tournament was kind of his brainchild and it's something fun and it's unique and you don't have to worry about putting a team together and rosters. You just basically got to show up, pay your, your dues and, and you get to play hockey, go play hockey and gamble on it with uh chips, not cash, obviously, cause 
you're playing for Sunday. So that's fun. Yeah. Thank you, Brent. Yeah. Seriously. Like it's, it's super cool. And I know everybody that listens, that's listening act and they appreciate him for what he does. They really do. Oh yeah. The only the people that are listening does. are the ones that appreciate him for what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. And thank you again, listeners. Yeah. So please like subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and your favorite podcast hub. Tell a friend, check us out at just chirping.com. And like Jay said, thank you for listening and we'll see you at the rink. Oh, it's called Trippin' you And Trippin's what we do And if you play a little bit of hockey Then I'm sure you'll be chirpin' too So pull up a chair And grab a brew And listen to Trippin'